0: They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love
1: Sky Blues Extra. Hello
2: everybody and welcome to this week's Sky Blues Extra podcast, kindly brought to you by Shortland Horn, Coventry's leading estate agents. Dean here once again to lead proceedings and joining me are a couple of all-round nice chaps in in Andy and Dave. Chaps, how
3: are we doing? All good, Dino. Yeah, very good, Dean. Uh, Pleasure to be talking tonight.
2: Lovely to have you along with me, chaps. Uh, obviously the Sky Blues were back in action after the snooze fest. That is the uh, international break. So uh, Andy, I'll come to you first. Are you are you sort of happy to be out of that two week hibernation period?
1: Yeah, hundred percent, Dino. It's um, it wasn't the best. Especially it's not so bad if England are playing someone half decent, but the teams they were playing was just a walkover and weren't much interest was there. And no. much happy to be on the uh, Sky Blue bus again, mate. Yeah.
2: I just, I just think the international breaks just come at the wrong time, don't they? Especially when we're in that uh, you know, decent form.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we were flying um, after Fulham, weren't we? And uh, maybe, maybe Matty Godden wouldn't have been suspended if the international break hadn't come. So maybe, but anyway, we'll move on. From the the FA
2: needed something to do. <laughs> they say. did.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and they got, yeah.
2: Bored, they got as bored as us, I suspect. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, uh, but it is what it is. Uh, we'll move on. And uh, decent point, which we will come on to later
2: absolutely uh dave first of all i think we need to start with your appearance on on crime watch i mean uh i follow um so first question how was the pie and secondly did you manage to clean yourself up afterwards because there was a (laughs) lot of crumbs in that (laughs) day
3: it was a very flaky pie i I, actually that's, that's an outrageous spot by yourself uh and i'm sure at some point it will be um it will be seen by by many, but hopefully not. But yeah, it was in. Yeah, it, if anyone needs a
2: timestamp, two fifty-five fifteen, is fine. Just go back to that on the iFollow, you'll find it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah it was it's actually it was like you know it was hotter than the sun that pie like it only, only just cooled down like by half time obviously it had long gone by then so it's still burning the insides but um, isn't it like pie. one of two uh, things do pie, pie, don't they up north so pie,
2: pies are either roasting hot or luke lukewarm and there's never in between
3: yeah and this one was just off the scale it's like it you know it'd been t- sent back from the sun it was absolutely blistering hot and uh but yeah all around decent pie um and great to be to be on ifollow enjoying it i think
2: so on the pie scale is, is that an eight for blackburn's
3: pies yeah definitely strong eight strong it's what flavor was nine. it nine bolty standard
2: love that I'm more partial to a chicken and mushroom these days, uh, but bolty classic, you can't beat that. Uh, right, let's um, let's move on from pie Chat. and pie gate. Let's go on to the first... <laughs> pie Gate, yeah. Let's move on to the first game. Trip to Ewood Park for the boys in Sky Blue uh, versus Blackburn Rovers. Uh, let's kick off with the stats, Andy.
1: Yeah, pretty decent, Dino. Again, um, more like what we have done all season, Good possession. I know we didn't have much possession against Fulham, but we were back to our best. Uh, we had 59.1% um, and we completed 383 passes compared to their only 240. So we kept the ball much better. Um, good front football. Um, we had nine shots compared to their 10, uh, but we hit the target with four. So, you know, that's not a too bad ratio. Um, defensively, they were, they were better. Um, we had 13 interceptions compared to their 20 and we only won 11 aerial duels compared to their 27. So uh, a little bit of work needed in that department, I think. But uh, generally, we can kept the ball pretty well and we made quite a lot of chances in this game, Dino.
2: Absolutely. It's always good to make chances away from home. Um, and that brings us nicely on to the lineup. Uh Dave, there three changes from the side that did hammer Fulham two weeks ago. Uh, I think they were all forced, but were there any surprises in
3: there for you? Yeah, no, like you say, they were, they were all forced. Um, but very defensive, wasn't it, in the middle of the park with Kelly and Sheaf. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure, I haven't watched a lot of Blackburn this season, so I'm not sure if that was the reason for that, whether they played through the midfield. But they didn't seem to, um, ju- you know, in, in our fixture. So maybe they, they changed tactics a little bit. But he probably just wanted to protect that back, you know, back free, I guess, at times. But... If, if Waghorn and and Hamer are fit enough to, you know, be on the bench, you'd expect, well, I would expect them to be able to start. I'd always prefer to start players and if they have to come off, they have to come off rather than, you know, um, sort of having to drag them on in the middle of the game if they, if yeah. they need to get out of jail i think it takes a the time to get into it but but we saw that that, that happened and, and did make a difference to be fair but especially yeah, with so in no the form those sport.
2: two are in as well the two guys you just mentioned
3: yeah exactly exactly that you know waghorn and jokeres have just started to st- link up really well isn't it and yeah okay it was forced wasn't it when he was out with with covid i think waghorn so godden came in and done a really good job um but they were starting to you know share a really good partnership and it's just a shame that 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 was broken up but walker a good another chance for him he's been getting some more minutes lately and and that's probably what he needs to sort of find his feet in the championship i suppose um and and yeah kelly and Sheaf probably did give us that little bit more defensive um ability but uh i I think i would have preferred to have seen hamer in there because i think we did lack a bit of um you know, just, we wasn't that inspired when we were in, in the middle of the park and we did get overrun at times. I think it needed someone to pick up the ball and play those passes that he does, linking up the play. I think we missed that a little bit.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that. I think that sort of pitch, you know, the Blackburn, Ewood Park is always renowned for being a, quite a wide pitch. You know, it's the type of pitch that Hamer can you know, pick a pass out on, can't he?
3: Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, Kane, it, it took him some time, but he had the beating um, of the left back and Perhaps if Heyman was on early doors, we would have been peppering those those corners for the, for the wing backs to be getting forward. And it may not have meant that it was coming back on top of us quite a lot. We, we were forced back quite a lot of times. And I think that that get out ball sometimes from Heyman would have just helped.
2: Absolutely. Um, let's talk straight from the off base. Wasn't it wasn't, I think it was about 16 seconds. We sort of manufactured a chance from from pretty much nothing. Uh, the man of the moment, Big Vic. Jokic is in the thick of it once again. Um, but he, he he sort of dwelled over the chance and took way too long, didn't he Andy? Probably surprised that the chance appeared so early really.
1: Yeah, it came a little bit too early for him, didn't it Dino? Um, but it's not no surprise that he's always around or amongst it, isn't it? He is uh, the man in form, but on this occasion, um, yeah, he just dwelled on it a little bit too much. He's probably, probably still putting his tape on his boots.
2: Yeah, definitely. He's probably got his (laughs) mind elsewhere at the moment. Um, So from there on, it was quite even, wasn't it? Uh, No no side really threatening. Uh, I think we fashioned a chance on the break though, Dave. Uh, Walker seen his shot blocked and and from that resulting corner, Sheaf also forced a good save from their keeper.
3: Yeah, the Walker one, really good build-up play actually. Um, I really like this. And to be fair to Walker, he didn't really do anything wrong. It was on his, it was, was it, is it a weaker size? He left footed. I'm, I'm going mad now. He's not left footed, is he? No. No, so no. it it was it's just because he's I don't know we're going to talk about it. But it's he scored with his left. So um, <laughs> it 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 was yeah to keep it on target on his on his wrong foot from from that angle. I think and he worked the keeper. I think he kind of done done enough really. And and I think that shows where we've perhaps come from from previous seasons. Because if you'd think that ball would have came over on the left hand side to perhaps Biamu or or Backer. You would probably wouldn't be thinking that a lot's going to happen from it, and and to make the keeper work, it, it just does show that we're progressing, and we don't want to keep banging on about that, but it's it's true, you know, we have got players now in positions that can, that can, you know, can work the keeper from from that sort of chance, and we didn't used to have that. Um, but yeah, very well worked and um, unlucky from Walker, I think, um, and Sheaf also uh, had a good shot, didn't he?
2: Yeah, Foster a good save down low from their keeper. I think that the one good thing for me you know over the course of this season i think is probably that we're fashioning chances kind of freely now you know, yeah. there was there was points last year where you you kind of fall where's the next chance going to come from uh, but this season we've got that little bit of cuteness about us, and that we know how to to fashion chances don't we
3: definitely we're so direct aren't we at times it, it not in terms of just a big hump but in terms of our build-up play we, we used to go backwards at times. I think we'd we'd sort of get caught on one of the sides and we'd have to go back and try and rework it. But definitely, I think this season we're really creating a lot of chances, and and that shows in you know in the goals that we're scoring. You know, we've scored a lot more. It feels like than last season at this point in the season, and uh, that's coming because we're we're starting to pepper in the box a bit.
2: Yep, lovely to see. Uh, now, obviously, Cobb fans love a scapegoat. I think Kane. <laughs> Came in for some early uh, criticism from the Skyview Army. Uh, a chance for Niambi came from his side when he was looking the wrong side, let's be fair. Uh, and then he needed a good save from more, didn't it, Andy?
1: Yeah, it was a good save. Um, and in me is a decent win back in this division, isn't he? He gets forward quite well. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, Kane struggled first half. That's why he got switched. Yeah. Um, to right wing back second half. Um, it's obviously, which, not
2: natural for him, is it? Being no, like it's not.
1: Survived. It's not. He's not. It's not his favoured foot. He's basically just doing a job out there, isn't it? So you can't be too critical. Um, maybe you could be a little bit critical of our recruitment that we haven't really replaced that left wing back area, have we? I think Kane's really a replacement if Dabo gets injured, isn't he? So maybe we can look at that. Maybe when the transfer window opens, because I think. Todd Kane can do a bit of a job on the left-hand side, but I wouldn't feel that comfortable in doing it on a regular basis. So, um, but no, it, it was it was good work by the uh, for the back He came inside and another top save by Moore. And what was impressive with this save is that he got it away from the danger area, didn't he? It
2: was good. Yeah, save. it was a big big hand. I saw it back on save cam today. Yes, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, it was a
1: good save, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: it looked it looks better on that camera, too, rather than it did on the uh, on the broadcast. Yeah, the
1: highlights, um, and I follow and... Well, terrible camera angle from Ewood Park. I think it's from that side of the ground with a real low stand, isn't it? So it was not particularly great. But no, it looked a lot better on save cam than it did in, in normal time. Yeah, I agree with you,
2: Dave. Yeah, I think the director had a bit of a shocker to when he's just <laughs> yeah, looking he back. He just stuck it, with
1: a it, didn't yeah,
2: Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about the goal then. Obviously, 1-0 down. Uh, Gallagher, poor goal to concede, wasn't it really, Andy? But a decent move from Blackburn, but you've got a question mark, the sort of the static defending, you know, higher man fads, both looking at each other, seeing who, who's going to deal with it.
1: Yeah, none of them took control, did they? Um, When looking at it, you thought to yourself, well, can Sheaf or Kelly go with the man? But not really, you just ran off them, and then you think, well, they kind of left it for each other, didn't they, higher man fads? And it was a real, real mess. And, um A lot of finger points in between them both after the goal went in, wasn't it? I don't think both of them were very happy with each other. So, um, no, very poor defensively. And unfortunately, with Hyam and Fads, they've got that in the locker, haven't they? Especially away from home. So, unfortunately, um, it came to roost again. And um, it was an easily avoidable goal. And it was poor. It was really poor.
2: Talking of poor goals, 1-0 quickly became 2-0. Gallagher at the double... Um, Poor Ben Sheaf. I mean, <laughs> every time that he makes a mistake, it sort of seemingly stems into a goal. But he, he lost the ball in the middle of the park, doesn't then trap the run, and, and Gallagher's able to freely slot home, isn't he, Dave?
3: Yeah, that's it. Um, it, it just, it's, it. I feel for Sheaf in a way, because like you say, it does always result in, in something that's more serious. But I think that's just because he's making quite a few errors, which are quite unforced. So, when that happens, a lot of your teammates around you are maybe pushing up or not expecting that to go wrong in that position. Does that make sense? And then you're yeah. you're really under the cosh because it's it's so it's it's an unforced error, but it's it's so just run of the mill. It's it's really was just going to be a five yard pass. I think it's such a right.
2: basic thing that shouldn't go wrong. Yeah, it happens you see I mean? time, and time and time again. Just, you're, all out of
3: position because you're just it's just a standard ten yard knock that you know you you see. Every, every, you know, every every couple of minutes, a minute, you know, all throughout the game, so you don't expect him to get that one wrong, but he does. And I think this might be just a lack of his experience and his his confidence, and just a few different things, you know, contributing to this because he does seem to force things at times or just get them a bit wrong. And I wouldn't say he's a casual player. It's not that he's casual, but I think he just, I think he just forces it sometimes and almost it's a bit panicked. Um, Yeah. But, you you know, the the 101 of of football, isn't it? We, We speak about this week in, week out about the stuff that we should be seeing from professional footballers. And if you lose a ball, then you bust a gut to get back in, don't you? And win it back and put someone under pressure. And they still had a lot to do, really, from there to score um but once he kind of gave it up the not and pointed and and that was it we were way off the pace and way behind and we were playing catch up and and next thing you know it was it was in the back of the net and Cy was really unlucky got a got a hand to it just wasn't quite strong enough um and he tried to push it onto the post but he, he was unlucky you know a, a little few more inches and I think he would have saved that or you know a bit of a stronger hand to it but you know you can't can't be looking at a keeper there I'm just saying he he did luck, he did well to get anything on it but yeah we've got to cut those out in the middle of the park and I think that's the stuff that perhaps Kelly doesn't do you know his experience and he doesn't do that and you've got to think Kelly you know he's not played that many games and he's come in and he's just been an absolute you know he's just took to it straight away hasn't he? he's not had any issues but they're the sort of mistakes that we don't see from the players. Hamer might misplace a pass, but it's usually when we're on the offensive. Um, it's rarely when when we're sort of just standing in the middle of the park and, and she's got to try and get those out of his his game, I think.
2: I think Andy, you said a few weeks ago the thing with Ben Sheaf is the consistency, isn't it? It's all, it's and he blows hot and cold way too often. A couple of weeks ago you said that.
1: I did, and that's why he doesn't. He's not shooing to start every week, is he? Because of these errors. Um, if he didn't have these errors in his locker, you'd probably, you'd probably be starting him a lot more than than he does. Um, I agree. because you can see
3: there's a player there, can't you? Yeah,
1: no, there is. And even going forward, we, we talked about that at the start of the season, we, we think he's we decent going forward. But his main role in the, in the team is taking the ball in those kind of areas and passing it off and starting, starting his play. and Basic errors like that, especially when you've just gone 1-0 down as well. You know, come on, you've yeah. got to keep the ball. You've got to find your centre-half. It's not a difficult task, is it? So until he starts sticking those errors out, and unfortunately with, with Sky Blues fans, and whether it's right or wrong, they like a scapegoat, whether it's top Kane or Ben Sheath. But the only way to get people off your back is cutting out stupid errors like that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing that I seemingly... Seem to have missed over, you know, looking through various forums and the Twitter page and stuff. Is this Walker chance where just before half time he's adjudged offside? Now I've mm. had a couple of views of this. So I don't think he's offside at all. Um, I think he's at least one foot offside uh, onside. And he brought the ball under control brilliantly, didn't he, for this uh, for this non-goal, Andy?
1: Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, and Tyler Walker's got a lot of quality about him. Whether you like his. Lazy attitude, or whatever you think he's got, but when he's got the ball under control and his touch and finishing, it, it's very high level. And um, it was a lovely take, wasn't it, Dino? And a little bit unlucky there, like you say, I thought he was level at least. So it was a little bit unfortunate he didn't get his goal then.
2: Yeah, now, uh, you know, seemingly, you know, things are not going our way. Well, apart mm. from the the Gordon situation, probably the you but there. Mm. Overall, it's not it's not been a, it's not been great from the officials. Uh, so that was two and a half time. Uh, there was no changes over Then Dabo and Kane swapping sides was was you surprised at that, Dave? Because the the meltdown on Twitter seems to think we should have had uh, eleven new faces out there.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean. I think we was I think everyone was called It. I actually thought Bagorn and Hamer were gonna come on at half time, but it's not in Robin's handbook, is it? Just make those changes at half time really. It very rarely happens. It it usually gives it at least ten or so minutes, doesn't he to 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 see if he can get a bit of extra out of the players and I didn't see them go down into the to the tunnel, so you think, well, that's it, it's gonna be the same same eleven you know, restarting and you know, maybe he just got got sort of stuck into him in the change room and and felt that he that we could get something from it if we carried on playing, but we we did really need to change at this time and and do something, whether that came from the person that was on the pitch or people from the bench, but we did need something to get going because we were really struggling. We just looked, it had the sort of air of not not even Luton, a bit like the second half at QPR, a bit like going through the motions and yeah. The team, you can't play at a high level pace all the time, but the team have not done that this season. And that's why it probably feels alien. Whereas if you go back a few years, even beyond the the Robins, you know, past the Robins era, there was times where games seemed to pass us by, didn't it? 70, 80 minutes. And that's why the Rico had such that sort of negative because the team weren't producing that many chances and weren't doing it. And it felt the same going through the motions and, Sometimes a game just needs something, doesn't it, to, to give it a bit of a rocket. And, and uh, yeah, luckily we kind of got that.
2: Absolutely. So at times like that, I wish we had access to all areas and, you know, see what Robins was actually saying at half-time. You know, interesting to be a fly on the wall in that situation. Uh, well, so the only change was, was Davo and Kane swapping sides. Uh, and with those changes, to be fair, we did grow into the game and it resulted in a goal for, for Tyler Walker, his first of the season in the Championship uh, we picked up the ball in, uh, loose ball in midfield. Kane was in terms of space and, and a brilliant ball across the box, wasn't it? And, and Walker took it home. Uh, a great move, Andy.
1: Love this goal, Dino. Top, 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 top class goal. Really, really love that goal. Brilliant, obviously, by O'Hare, shoveled it out to Kane. Fantastic first-time delivery into the box. And Walker's back-to-front um, uh, back run was absolutely above the level, mate. Yeah. Fantastic movement from Walker. A bit like um Callum Wilson's goal against Tottenham earlier. Um fantastic movement. That is really top quality movement. He goes back, then he hits the front post. Fantastic. And uh first I time think on a Newcastle goal.
2: podcast they're talking about Callum Wilson's movement like Walker's on Saturday.
1: Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah. you know And they but, just yeah.
3: lost him, didn't they? The players, they didn't have a clue yeah. where he was. No, no. it was
1: it was it was like I said, above the level movement, Dave. And, Brilliant first time finish with his left foot and uh, he needed that goal because, um, yeah. you know, if, if he wouldn't have scored yesterday, people would have gone, no, he hasn't taken his chance again. So this was a
3: finish though, was it? It wasn't a finish that you thought, that's a player that's lacking in confidence. Nah, it's a finish. Was it? Dang, dang, it was a finish that you thought, this guy's been banging him in week in, week out. Yeah, give and him uh, the opportunity
1: around that six yard box, he will score. Hundred no, percent. No.
2: Yeah,
3: that's his game, isn't it?
1: Yeah,
2: getting in those positions. He's not going to run twenty yards no. to try and chase a do ball you, down. Do you
3: think that's what it is, though? That, that's what I'm interested about, actually. Do you think that's what? And that's perhaps why he scored a lot of goals in League One. The reason I say this is because in League, he's a bit of a gambler, isn't he? He'll mm. he'll imagine a ball going over the top and a defender missing it, or whereas in a Championship, that doesn't happen as much, does it? Because they're mm. much more assured and confident defenders, whereas. In League One, was it League One, League Two? Sorry, but he scored buckets. And and the reason he scored buckets is maybe that, you know, they were just making a lot of mistakes. You know, we think about the the leaky defences that you have in in League One. They do seem to, you know, make their lives harder, don't they? And maybe that possibly is it. And he's he's a bit of a player that likes to gamble. And I suppose he's probably got to try and change that up a bit, hasn't he? In terms of to fit into the championship.
1: He's, He's not a type that runs the channels, is he? He's not that kind of player. He's um, he needs someone like Big Vic that does that. Mm. And um, but difficult. But it's difficult. The, but the, it's it's difficult. Well, yeah, it is difficult. Um, but if you've got delivery from wing-back positions like He's that, there. then yeah. then he there's no better finisher in the club.
3: Yeah, and and to be fair, our football. It's the kind, that is the kind of football that we play yeah, of course. Is, 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 you know, we're trying to walk it in the net at times which is cool. frustrating but it's it's what we do isn't it, we don't tend to score that many goals from outside the box although it's been a, a mixed bag this year but you, that's the kind of football we play and that, that yeah. was typical wasn't it of it and that finishes let's, let's hope the
1: uh, support get behind him now because we need four, you know going forward we've got four really decent strikers haven't we and um, Whoever plays can more and do a job, and let's get behind Tyler Walker now because I think he, uh, after that finish, and and we know there's a player there. We can we know that Agreed. hopefully we can uh, get behind him and he can really really contribute this season. Because if we're going to do well, if we want to flirt with the playoffs, he needs to come to the pie.
3: Yeah, he does. Yeah, and everyone needs to, doesn't they? Absolutely, Gordon. Squad Hall. Like, Yeah, it is. You know, yeah, it's COVID it's hit us twice already this yeah, season. Everyone. Is, is thinking that it's not you know not a thing or, or whatever anymore but it's already affected us hasn't it heavily this season and um it's probably going to throughout the winter same with
1: rose yesterday you know yeah. obviously Salter was out because of covid you know rose is you know all, all apparent that he was chomping at the bit to get back in the team and he took his opportunity as well because yeah he was a little bit shaky in the first half but he made two vital blocks yesterday yeah, did. so yeah. you know he's took his chance as well and and that's what we need from our squad players. We need people in the wings to when we get problems with COVID, when it with injuries, they can come in and step up to the mark. It's funny you called Tyler
2: Walker a bit of a gambler, Dave, um, because he was sniffing around, wasn't he, when we when we made it two-two for a bit of a day. I think it was. I thought he was going to go for a big David Nugent on the line. You know, Just <laughs> yeah. it in. He should, um, he should have.
3: He should he have, have, yeah. Because yeah, now yeah. it's gone down as an own goal. It's like it would have been the perfect one. You know, just absolutely lever that roof of the net or as hard as you can. But um, yeah, I'll let you introduce the goal, Dean.
2: Obviously, lots to talk about with this goal. Uh, first of all, that brilliant transition in the in the middle of the park. Yet again, uh, Garcárez then powering his way through on the half term. Absolutely superb from here and then. Captain Kelly's outside of the boot, crashed off the post. Absolutely superb. Uh gave me a little Captain Kelly stub. And then off the keeper and in. Uh, a great goal and absolute limbs in the away end, Dave.
3: Oh, it was absolutely unbelievable. Like you, you, know, you could feel this building in the crowd. You know, we we'd obviously got the goal from Walker and you could just feel it more and more. And Blackburn felt that they're under pressure. And that Jocharez has done this week in, week out. He gets the ball into feet. He always looks to stand up. You know, I say this every single week, but he always looks to stand up a defender and go past them. By doing that, he created so much room for for Kelly. and And we've seen Kelly do this time and time again, haven't we? You know, we've seen him do it Rotherham when he rattled the bar. We've seen the, the go against Wickham, a fantastic strike. And and this one was no different and just an absolutely you know, incredible finish. The Sky Blue Army got ready to celebrate. They then had to pause because it hit the post and then off the keeper. And it was just incredible, incredible scenes. And that's why we go to football. That's why we we drag ourselves up north, don't we? It takes how many hours? I think I was on a train for seven hours this, you know, this Saturday traveling to Preston
2: with with uh, no ticket. I suspect, yeah, I know yeah, you're I like
3: clearly had a ticket. I, I was <laughs> probably saving a bit of money for parties, but I still obviously uh, had a ticket as well. And it was just, it's incredible. That's why we're back, and it's just amazing to see, you know, a full packed away end of the Sky Blue Army, and and deservedly so. We got a two-two draw, and you know, we got that goal and just the crowd deserved that for traveling that way. And, and it was just, you could just see not just a relief, but just proper fans celebrating again. And it was just really, really amazing to see. Now, another
2: talking point was um, the penalty shout on on your Uh Obviously, we're seeing the picture after the game of, the, of his ankle. Doesn't look in a great way. Question marks whether it, he's available for, for Wednesday now, but surely this is a penalty, Andy.
1: Joke, isn't it? What 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 else can we say to that? You know, clear penalty. You know, he took his took his took his ankle off. You know, it's just GBH, isn't it? Ridiculous. And the only two people who didn't see it in the stadium were the two. What was it, Liesman and the official? It's just. I don't know if this has got something with Godden hanging over us because of that incident. I don't know, but that's a that's a penalty long.
2: Oh, one hundred percent,
1: Dave. Dave, you think it is? They should be, Dave, they should be completely.
3: They should be completely independent, shouldn't they? No, no, one should, stick though, no one should go out. should go out there. Yeah. No one doesn't happen, then, does it, Dave? I know, I know I know, all, I, know I know, I know. I'm just saying. It's this. This is why. You know. This is why. <laughs> there's an argument to say that that VAR and and stuff like this is is a leap forward or is a step forward in football and I know we saw early VAR stuff because it was ridiculous because someone was putting their hand up to wave at their misses and then they'd get (laughs) pulled the handball wouldn't they it was just you know some of those decisions were outrageous but these types of decisions when it's you know fast-paced at you know live football it is difficult to get them right but it, you know, it's quite clearly, wasn't it? He, he dived in, he jumped in. And when you slow down, I think someone put free steals up, didn't they, in, in on Twitter earlier on. And when you see those free steals, it just looks, it looks even worse, doesn't it? Because he's dived in, he's out of control. He's absolutely clearly caught his ankle. You can then see the ankle on, on Twitter, on Jokeres is sharing, sharing it, which is, you know, hopefully doesn't have an effect, should go down the swelling in time for, for Preston. But, that is it isn't it you know you don't get the just dessert you know what you deserve God I could have broken his ankle yeah exactly Godden's out for two games four going down right and and let's be honest Godden okay he went down but he he almost more went out to get to get out of the way of the tackle you know yeah and and if you don't get out of the way of tackle that's what happens you get absolutely clipped you don't get the penalty what 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 is there out there you know what what why would a why would a striker stay on his feet you know Jokeres now next time he's got to be thinking do I go down and, and because if if he doesn't he's just going to you know he isn't going to get a penalty again is he and that's it it doesn't really help does it that's the thing it doesn't help the system it's not it's not consistent and it doesn't help then for people to be honest and to stay on their feet because they don't get perhaps what they deserve and that was a clear penalty like you say everyone in the ground could see it and you know they've had a let off there because we could have easily been going away with all three points.
2: Yeah I'm just looking back at the instant now and you can the defender doesn't even make the you know the the standard sign to the referee with the hand in the air no 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 you know he's guilty he's got away with one massively yeah. and it's just I really think the Godden incident is, is going to come back to bite us on the arse at various points this this season now because they stick together these referees. Unfortunately, they need to be impartial. Of course they do, and that's the, that's you know so important. But it's just not going to be the case. It's going to stick in their mind for the for for a large period of the of, of the season. I feel, which is disappointing uh, because like Robin said, with the Godden situation, you know, Matty Godin isn't a cheat that should have been dealt with there. Free kick, yellow card, we move on. But it hasn't been. So now there's this cloud hanging over us, which is, you know, annoying because we want to be talking about, you know, the football rather than, you know, stupid incidents that, you know, affect matches because that... Affects seasons. Yeah. And, you know, we could be sitting here joint top top again or joint second with three points in the bag. You know, it's... It has huge effects on on not just the game, like you say, David, the season as well.
3: But understandably, the the, the issue is is that it it's consistent across the league, but consistently bad. You know, there was another yeah. three or four decisions in other games elsewhere in the championship that that were you know equally as bad um, as this one yesterday. And it's it's got to get better because there's a lot at stake. It's millions, millions, and millions of pounds to get promoted from this league. Into the you know the highest echelons of of English football, and they just haven't got haven't got have they referees and assistants that are, that are up to the standard and the level of what's at stake. And and, that's and you
2: question about whether the Premier League have got that standard as well. To be honest,
3: exactly. Yeah. Um, let's
2: let's move on to, to to some important parts towards the end of the game. Uh, you mentioned Michael Rose. He was to the rescue on, on two occasions. First, a, a clearance pretty much off the line from a loose ball in the box, but then most important was that last-ditch stretch, wasn't it, to stop Ocampo from, from slotting home. An incredible turn of pace, Dave. Um, I, to be honest, I didn't even know Michael Rose had it in the locker.
3: Yeah, I mean, this was, you, you know, you talk about the other end with Walker, um, you know, netting and scoring, but this is just this is this is the other thing isn't it it's a game changing we see it from Simon He's made game changing sayings. and this save sorry and this this is no different but he's the rose is is a is a class class player and um he's he's done really well to step up to this level and he he's showing it that he got his chance and he you know he rescued a, a point for us arguably and it, it's really important that these players can come in because you know we are going to need them throughout the season. The squad rotation is key. It's a relentless football calendar. We know about that. And Michael Rose has stepped up and yeah, he's not looked that uh, pacey at times, has he? Um, But he's, you know, on this occasion, he showed some terrific blistering pace um, and and he got back and it was important that he did. Um, And I think the back, you know, all of the back three, they've clearly worked on this because they all look fitter and quicker fads looks quicker Hyam, I've, I've just not you know i don't know what Hyam was was eating over the the summer because it, it's like he is he's Gone up two levels, isn't he? He's been incredible so far this season. He's, he's Chiellini's helped. cornflakes. He's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's it. Um, you know, with a bit of Maldini on there, sprinkle. Available in just, all
2: good uh, supermarkets and some rubbish ones as well.
3: Exactly, but no, he he really is. You know, on for me has been has stepped up as well. So it, it just goes to show that we've obviously clearly done a bit of work with the the back three um, on pace, positional, and and just bringing the ball out of defence, you know, I think we're starting a lot better from from the back as well and building it up. And some of the balls, Fads and Haim have been spreading around, have been, you know, uh, magnificent. So, yeah, long, long, looking forward to seeing more of it. Do you think Haim's
1: better because, well, than last season, because he's playing on his natural right side? 100%, yeah. Yeah, yeah. i also as well. Yeah.
2: But you can also see they've really worked on their shape, at the back because yeah. too often or not, last season we you know, we spoke about it on the lives and the pod that there was always one defender either in front of the other two or yeah, behind yeah. the other two. And now they just seem to be more aligned and they know their job and they, they sort of work together like, a bit like a crab. They move across together and move away from each other as well. So I think that, that there's been some real work done with them and you know that's that's credit to the to the coaching staff.
1: Definitely.
2: Uh, and, and then finally, perhaps the most significant piece of defending in, in the dying minutes, uh Moore, once again, proving all he's worth with an unbelievable point-blank save from, from Brereton-Diaz. Just unbelievable from the cat once again, wasn't it, Andy?
1: Yeah, unbelievable save. Um, I put a tweet out earlier saying it's world-class and I don't regret putting that out because it was. Um, you know, that, you know... I bet Diaz thought he'd come back from Chile nice and early for that. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, and how the hell was he on the bench, by the way, if you're talking about rules? But anyway, moving on. Um,
2: I saw I bet, a video that they posted today of yeah. just sort of like seemingly turning up and then just running out onto the pitch. As yeah,
1: basically, like he's a Sunday league player. He's just come out of the pub and the nightclub. Like you know, they're one bloke the short
2: and just grab someone yeah. from the stand. <laughs> yeah. Here you go, lad, get a kit on.
1: I don't know, so but no, I bet when he connected, he thought this is going to be his day. But he spreaded himself, Smyker-esque, didn't he? Moore and uh, fabulous save with his legs, and uh, which was important. But what more important, the, the loose ball he jumped on it as well, didn't he, Dino? So,
2: sort um, a clattering as well from from Dino's boot.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, world class save. And um, the thing about Simon Moore, which I've said numerous times, people get bored of me saying it. He makes vital saves at pick times. And that's what good keepers do. And to me. How,
2: how many points do you think he
1: saved us this year? Oof, Ten. It's
2: got to be, hasn't it? It's got to be double figures now.
1: Yeah, yeah. at least. It just shows the difference between this season and last in the keeper department, doesn't
2: it? 100%. Yeah. And, and um, it's so important to have someone, you know, as part of that, you know, talking about the defence.
3: How um, good is he technically,
1: by the way? Simon Moore. The way he, you know, distributes the ball and yeah. it kicks it does the ball. Everything. It, yeah, it's it does just technically with a lot of
3: professionalism. But yeah, you know, knowing him as a person, that's that's him. He's very. You know, that's a name very, drop. Very <laughs> no, but very <laughs> very conscientious. You know, but, that, but it shows in his game for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just, no, he does. How serious he is about everything. Everything is done, quite, not. Re- robotically it's the wrong word but do you know what i mean everything mm. is done with a certain technique and and you can see that i think very and, classy
1: figure isn't he dave yeah
3: no he's a very good player
2: he's very certain in his in mm. his, in yes, his attributes it. isn't it yeah he knows what he's doing yeah this is my role this is how we're going to do it and you know for us it's you know such a positive you know, play,
1: play you know playing in front of them though is a center off Oh, you'd no, have a field day, you know there's someone. You know someone who's you know someone's going to have a pop. You know it's just not going to be fumbled. You know he's going to save it nice and easy. You know if the ball's put in the box, you know he's going to come for it and take the pressure off. You know they must love playing with Simon. And it's the, the
2: simple box. things like you know when a ball's played back to him, he's pulling away.
1: Yeah, yeah, from the he, goal his body shape. Yeah.
2: So then he know the ball's going to go, you know, so far away from the goal. You know, there's no you know problem for. You know, a, a player, an opposing player coming in and trying to sneak the ball.
1: Very safe keeper, isn't he? Yeah, I just don't think he's going to make a stupid error, do you?
2: Probably the best signing we've made since on... best
1: keeper ever since Westwood, without a doubt.
2: Wow, huge! We've had some good keepers.
1: No, Lee Bird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: he's the best since Westwood, in my opinion.
2: Lovely stuff. Um, Would he get your shout for man of the match, or would, would someone else? He would, it?
1: just because of that save. You know, that, you know, if you, without him we would have been losing the game. Um, special mentions to obviously Rosie as well and Tyler Walker who, who took their chances. Um, they had an opportunity and they played really, really well then too.
3: But sign more for that world class save at the end for me, Dina.
2: Lovely. Dave, are you of that same
3: opinion? I'm going to go with Liam Kelly. Um, yeah. I think a lot of his dirty work, you know, breaking down play, tackles, but, you know, and then getting the ball started goes unnoticed at times because you just expect it for him. He's, you know, he's Mr. Consistent. Is he captain consistent? But then popping up with a, a, a goal um, for me, give, give him another match. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra.
2: Another long trip up north is in order on Wednesday as we head to Deepdale to face a Preston side who are not in a great run of form. No wins in their last five championship appearances. But are now seemingly the draw specialists in the division, with six in total over twelve games so far. Uh, Andy, we say it so many times, I know, but there, there's no, there really is no easy games in the division, and it's one of those away trips where you you would kind of hope we we could come away with something, especially after the psychological boost of of Saturday. I
1: hope so, but we never win a deep though, do we? No, it's, a,
2: it's a rough place to go. You yeah, know, in a cold October evening.
1: Yeah, um, I know we lost there last season as well, didn't we? Ben Sheaf had another turn of luck, didn't he? Um, if I remember right, but um, but no, we these haven't won in seven. You know, their, their last win was against Swansea all the way back in, in
3: August. City. I
1: know August. <laughs> they haven't won since August, though. So, you know, that point, that point, and that fight that must give us a, a big psycholo- um, psychological boost um, I think it's massive for us um, and hopefully we can really p- put the pressure on Preston and get a win um, I expect Haber to come in hopefully and um, hopefully he can come in and make a difference in midfield and and then it'd be interesting to see if Waggon comes in probably not after Tyler Walker's goal depends on Vic's injury doesn't he but nothing to fear here um, Dino and um, hopefully we can put the detail who away because uh, it'd be nice to win there for a change
2: yeah, welcome the. I think Dave said there. Welcome the Sky Blues to uh, for, for Preston to to rack up a 3-0 victory. That's what it just feels like every time we uh, we tend to end up playing teams with with no wins in you know seven eight games. Um, it's it's just the the Sky Blues. Oh,
1: it's too new Preston all over. It. Let's, be, <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. Stick that
2: down in the tweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send it through to Martin. Two 0 Yeah, we've we mentioned that record, Dave. Uh, but to be honest, it's it's a new Coventry side, isn't it? So maybe we shouldn't look into those records too much.
3: Yeah, exactly. And they're going to be desperate obviously for points like you said because they they haven't uh they've not had a good run of things of late, but we shouldn't be fearing anyone in this this league. You know, we're we're sat in the playoffs, deservedly sat in the playoffs. We've got a player that's, you know, can't stop scoring. What's that now? 10 uh 10 league goals. Uh, a call up for his national side you know he's full of confidence and let's hope he's fit enough to you know to take to the pitch on on Wednesday night because we're going to need him but of course we can get something from from Dow, you know it's, it's a different Coventry side and, and I think we've just got to go there and if we do go there and get something it will really set up a fantastic atmosphere, you know, for that that sort of juggernaut that is the, the Sky Blues at the moment to roll over in, into Derby, which will probably be a, a, another huge, if not record crowd possibly um, go How many tickets do we sell for Preston? For Preston? Um, not entirely sure, it's... Uh, I want to. I wanted to say it was. I don't know, Andy. Eight is it eight hundred or something like that? We've yeah. sold already, and there's yeah, a, yeah. is there a thousand or so? Uh, maybe I'm. I'm not entirely sure. Mm. I might be speaking out of turn, but I thought it was around eight hundred. Um, but fair play to anyone that's that's doing that because yeah. it's difficult. Difficult, isn't it? On the um, on a Wednesday um, on a Wednesday night from anywhere regardless of, of where you live so fair play to to anyone from the sky blue army that's going to be making that trip um and hopefully yeah like we say we should be able to get something and, and hopefully they do
2: will you be heading up there to try the, the delicacies i'm not going to
3: no it's a bit of a tough one i i did look at it but it would have been two half days um and i'm sort of i've hemorrhaged quite a lot of uh, annual leave if i'm honest so well, that's uh,
2: one less pie style isn't it sure
3: yeah, it is. Yeah, um, the whole the whole um, York disguised as a as a romantic weekend think, <laughs> is, has taken a few out. more days extra. Than right. I, I thought for my uh, for my annual leaves. So this this is unfortunate. I'm not going to make this one.
2: Well, let's have a look a little look at the, the Preston team, Andy. Uh, no real standouts. It looks like in terms of names, other than perhaps journeyman Ched Evans. And if you look at their huge scored ratings, all seven of their top rated players are. Defensive minded, so it probably speaks volumes about this Preston team, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, they don't score many, they don't concede many, and like you say, they're, they're draw specialists, aren't they? Um, if you look at the team, obviously, they drew with Derby, didn't they, at the weekend? Um, and if you look at their team, it, like you say, they've, they've still got a lot of players, they've still got Daniel Johnson that plays in the midfield. Alan Brown in midfield, who's played for them before, you know, um, Everson in goal, he's not a bad keeper, but nothing that stands out. You, you've got to be looking to go there and roll these, to be honest with you, Dino. You know, they're in poor form, they haven't won since August. You know, we've got a really f- decent fighting point at the weekend after being 2 0 down, which showed a lot of guts, a lot of character. You know, we've got to be going here and looking for three points, in my opinion.
2: Uh, Dave, uh, Andy mentioned bringing Hamer into, back into the, the team for this one. How how do you expect we approach it? Uh, obviously, Matson's also back available. The likes of Alan, Alan uh, Waghorn, Hamer, well-rested. Uh, did we make changes?
3: I think we've got to kind of take the game to them. You know, like we said, we've talked about, they're a team that are struggling a little bit. So, um, yeah, I think really we should. And and Hamer, I think he just gets us going that little bit quicker than perhaps Sheaf and Kelly as a, as a duo can. So I, I think, you know, Kelly had an in, incredible game and it would, be, it would be tough on him to drop out and you couldn't see it. Whereas, you know, perhaps the same for Sheaf, you know. So, but I think for me, Hamer would have to come in. Um up top i'm not sure um how that changes really i'm hoping that jokeres is fit and i wouldn't mind who partners him whether it would be waghorn or uh, or walker i do think the waghorn jokeres partnership's probably a little bit better personally but um you know either way you wouldn't you you know you wouldn't be upset if you see either of them partnering the uh, the super swede
2: All right let's get some predictions then uh, let's let's kick off with you dave
3: I think it's going to be a tough fixture, actually. I think it's going to be a bit scrappy, and I'm going to go for a 1-0 to Coventry.
2: Oh, Andy?
1: Yeah, I agree with Dave. I think it will be scrappy. I don't think it will be particularly a great watch, but I think we'll just nick it 1-0. Cool.
2: Uh, I was going to take your prediction, Dave, for the tweet, D, but since you're both of the same opinion... Uh, well, what do you Dave, think, uh, Dave,
1: you know, Dave considering you're the tweet. <laughs> Tweet league with, uh, king. king. I'm, I'm still
2: I'm still up there. Yeah, I'm still first. I don't know. I don't, I don't Are like. Really I'm like still to first. I am still first. Yeah. Wow. After twelve games, that's that's some going. I'm yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with that considering I'm bought some of the fantasy Premier League, but um I don't I don't I make think we were gonna
3: that. look at doing something for, for the eventual winner. Um but you know yet to speak speak to um the guys about that. But yeah, we, we were gonna try and do something for the eventual winner. But if you win it, then we're obviously then, not. just then we're just to do it. To be
2: honest, Dave, I'd rather you have more pies. If you enjoy <laughs> them, you have you spend the money on Who them. Who doesn't? <laughs> oh I I Again, I, yeah, I, I think I'm of the same opinion. I do think it'll be scrappy, but I think we've got enough quality, even on the bench, to, to change games now. And I, I didn't think I'd be saying that at the start of the season in regards to the squad, but we have the quality now in depth. And a, I'm going to go for Sky Blues victory, but I think it'll be a bit, a bit more comfortable 2-0 once we just sort of uh, get, our, get our foot hold of the game.
1: You're listening to
2: Sky Blues Extra. And after a few miles have been put on the Harry Shaw coaches, we return home to the CBS on Saturday for a showdown against Derby County. Obviously, Derby's troubles this season have been well documented and more punishment may be on the way for them. But for now, however, they are seemingly starting to jow on the pitch with a team full of misfits. Only one loss in their six matches, obviously, barring the, the midweek match versus Luton. Obviously, we can't predict that. Um, so we'll go about that for now, but they've got two wins in those last six too. Um, let's let's to kick off you, Dave. I don't even know. There's a saying in my working world of beware of the injured golfer. And it seems fitting here too. Many predicted Derby to be down, didn't they? And out for this season, but so far they seem to be going against the tide.
3: Yeah, agreed. And we saw it with Wickham, didn't we? Last season when they were, they were sort of right down at the bottom and then, they seem to just sort of galvanize themselves and when up against it one thing about a changing room is it can go one of two ways they can stand around a changing room pointing fingers and say who's to blame who's at, who's at fault what you know what's happening um and obviously their their you know their positions forced it's it's that but it can go two ways and i think it's gone the way that you'd expect most changing rooms is the camaraderie you know the togetherness to get together drag each up, you know, drag everyone along with them, um, and and really put a shift in and, and force force points and and almost have, you know, the opinion of that they can kind of play with a bit of freedom because it's it's not, you know, it's been forced upon them. And I think this is what we're seeing is happening, isn't it? They really are clawing back that that deficit. And um that's just I think the nature of of, of an underdog, isn't it? And and that's what's happening. And obviously they've clearly got a lot of um you know, a lot of camaraderie in the change room, and and obviously think a, a lot of of the manager, don't they? And you know, you don't think of that as outside, but obviously, clearly, they're playing for him because they're they're running through walls at the moment.
2: I was about to say, say the the Wayne Rooney factor. It'll be the first time he's graced the the hallowed turf at, at the CVS, haven't
3: Yeah, exactly. And uh, but it does. You know, it, a lot of people want to sort of rubbish his his role, but he's obviously clearly galvanising this this current team to to sort of perform probably what you could say is fairly towards miracles isn't it in in the way that like you say a team of misfits so um yeah good luck to to them in a way but obviously not in this fixture yeah
2: it'd be difficult for them against the coming up to the fortress at the at the cbs uh, arena andy obviously we've, we've said the word misfits quite a few times but there's been a lot of turnover at derby but there are some well-known names in this team, aren't there? In the likes of, mm. you know, Raval Morrison, Tom Lawrence. You know, they've got the ability to change a game.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah, um, they have. They've got, a, like you say, it is like a, f- a team of misfits. You know, Tom Lawrence is is a decent player. Um, he's a very decent player when he's back on it. Hasn't really ever been the sin since that incident with Keo, has he? Um, Ravel Morrison. You know, obviously, you know, a number and numerous, you could have a whole podcast just on him. Uh, his ability is, is second to none, but no manager has ever got the best out of him. Um, you know, they've got Shinny, who's a decent player in midfield. Um, Davis and Jay Olka, that's experience at the back. Um,
2: but do they have the pace to deal with Vic?
1: No. And not, and when all sups in goal, you've always got a chance. Talking of goalkeepers, you know who played for us, who was it was absolutely terrible. He was one. Ryan also. My God, he was crap. So um, yeah. So no, we should be looking to get a win here, and um, I fancy Big Vic against them two centre halves. Yeah, hundred percent.
2: You sort of fancy that sort of directness against them, don't you? And, and putting those yeah,
1: balls maybe Robbins will go that way. He'll probably, he might might think will we'll probably. You know in our possession football for the for the game and maybe go a little bit direct against these and just maybe get
2: uh pick up that second ball.
1: Yeah, yeah, pick up the possession ball and get Vic down the channels. Yeah. So that won't be the worth of shout. But the, you've got to be aware of these because they like you say they have got ability in the forward areas, haven't they, Stina? Absolutely.
2: Um and obviously back at the CBS Dave, gonna be a hopefully what we what we hear is going to be a huge crowd. And we need to capitalize on that home form as much as we can especially as you know the indifference we're showing away from home.
3: Yeah, definitely. Look, we need to really hit this fixture like first 10 minutes out the blocks like we have been starting at, at the CBS because it's going to be a big crowd and there's going to be te- there's going to be teams, there's going to be supporters there sorry that perhaps haven't been up to the CBS yet this season and the 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 more we can you know put on these these displays at home and it is just going to help the crowds can can continue to come back and and bring you know new fans new young um, supporters up to the up to the ground to watch because it's really important because we just need to keep building on this you know the more support we can get and the more we can go forward, the more it's going to help. And and this is going to be no different, but Derby are going to bring a, a big decent following. I think they're close to two and a half, three thousand, or something like that. Am I hearing? So mm. possibly that. so that's good could, to hear as well. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's going to be a really good atmosphere. And I think you could probably be looking at something around the 21 mark, perhaps, uh, perhaps even 22, I think. And, and that would, you know, obviously blitz what we saw um peterborough which was 18 and a half i can't remember what we had it no sorry fulham was 18 and a half wasn't it so yeah i think with a, a decent away following i think you should be looking at something around 21 um if not a bit more so it's going to be an electric atmosphere they've put on a show every time haven't they every home game they've put on a show for us and and let's hope this one's no different
2: well darby bringing the same amount of fans our wasps had there on on saturday that'd be a <laughs> That'd me one for the record books. Uh, right. <laughs> Predic- predictions then, Dave. Uh, let's let's start with you. Got to be a home win, surely.
3: Um, it's got f- to be a home win. I I don't I don't know, but I feel like we might concede uh, frustratingly enough. So I'm going to go for three one. Andy,
1: no, I think um, I think we're going to win this two 0 d now. I think it's going to be I think it'll be tight, and I think it'll be. Goalless first half, but I think we'll we'll overrun them in the
2: second half. Good to hear, and yeah, we'll take we'll take that prediction as well for the Tweet League this week. Uh, I think that's about a nice way to to, to round things off for this evening, chaps. Um, thanks for your input.
1: Pleasure you to know, you. as always.
2: Yeah, enjoy always the games, uh, and as always, a big thank you to to our sponsor, sponsor at Shortland Horn for their continued support. And don't forget to get your predictions in for the Tweet League when they open this week. Uh, we'll be back next week, but in the meantime, if you want to get involved with the conversation, check out our social media channels and use the hashtag SkyBluesExtra. Extra.
1: Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra podcast.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway,
1: like European linen.
0: by fans.